0: Good afternoon, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be answering two questions that I received from two different viewers. And the questions are not precisely the same, but they are related. I think they're related anyway. And I think it will be useful and instructive to answer them in the same podcast. The first question that I'm going to be dealing with was, how to get rid of negativity in one's life. This email that I got was from a guy who's studying at an Eastern European medical school. He's not from the country that he's studying in, but he's uh, an intelligent guy, and he finds himself there as an expatriate, and he finds himself surrounded by people who are negative, both men and women, who he feels are trying to drag him down, and he wants to know how to adapt himself best in that situation. So the first question I would phrase as how to get rid of negativity in one's life or how to get rid of people who are imparting a negative vibe. And the second question, and I find this to be somewhat related to the first question, is how to live and survive in a world or environment that is politically correct. How to live in a politically correct environment. And this was an email that was sent to me by a guy who I think lives back east. I think he lives in an eastern American city, east coast American city. Very nice guy. Has emailed me a couple times. And he asked me this question a few weeks ago, and I tried to answer it in a way that I thought was suitable, but I found my answer just really didn't satisfy him. It may have been too vague or too general. But it's kind of a general question. It's, it's not an easy one to answer, but I think I'm going to do about as good a job at doing it as anybody can. But I guess uh, the listeners will have to be the judge of that. So let me move into the first question. And this question involves how to get rid of negativity, how to get rid of negativity in one's life when you're surrounded by negative people. Well, as I was thinking about this question and about the attendant answers to the question i thought that i would answer it by bringing out four main points i thought there were four main points that could be used as responses to this question of how to get rid of get rid of negativity the first point is is learning how to say no okay the specific context of this guy's question was he finds that he's seems to be attracting women in his life who are negative. He seems to be attracting friends in his life who are negative and other fellow students that are around him that are negative, And he's just kind of tired of it. Well, the first point that I'm going to tell him is, number one, you have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no to people. Negative energy often comes when you feel forced and you feel compelled to do things that you don't want to do. And when that happens, we often are put in a situation where we're conflicted. On the one hand, we want to be liked by people. We want to be respected by people. But at the same time, we don't want to be involved in their nonsense. We don't want to be involved in their drama. But this is a slippery slope. This sets us up for a series of unintended consequences when we accept people's nonsense, when we allow people to dump their nonsense on us. We set ourselves up for future misery because then you become, in many ways, a dumping ground. You know, people are looking to transfer the monkeys off their back and stick them on your back. And we don't want monkeys on our back. We've got enough problems of our own that we don't need any more monkeys. So you have to learn how to say no. When people want to impose on you, you don't beat around the bush and you don't be rude. You don't be disrespectful. You don't be offensive, but you learn how to say no. And if you have to say literally, no, I I prefer not to do that. Then you have to do that. You have to learn how to say no. When someone wants to invite themselves over to your apartment to talk about their nonsense, if you don't want to do it, you learn how to say no. If people want you to give them this or give them that or do this for them or do that for them, and you find that that's going to impact your weekend or disrupt your week schedule, you learn how to say no. Don't be afraid of saying no because there's always a way to do it that's firm, that's assertive, and that's respectful. And deep down, people will respect you for doing that. They may not like it. You may get a a few grimaces. You may get raised eyebrows. Especially if you've allowed bad behavior to go on for a long time. Initially, you're going to get some resistance. But eventually, they will adjust themselves to the new realities of the relationship. And they will have to live with that. The second technique is cutting people off who are negative. And I've had to do this myself. At some point what happens is you will basically realize that if someone is negative or adding negative energy in your life either through their constant complaining, their 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 general loserish qualities, their deadbeat attitude, or the fact that they are trying to pull you into their bullshit. Eventually you're going to come to the realization that hey, this person is not adding anything. This person is not adding any value to my life. They're only taking away value. You have to cut them off. You just you just have to, because otherwise it becomes your survival. And when I say cut them off, I mean literally you may have to just sever some relationships. You may have to sever some ties. And this can be painful. This is not an easy thing, because sometimes it involves family members. Sometimes it involves friends or people who you thought were your friend that you've known for many years. But sometimes you have to do it. You've got to have the guts to do it. And you've got to have the balls to do it. Because you have to see it as survival. You have to see it, look, it's either, it's either you or me. And if both of us are in that life raft of life, and we're floating like bobbing corks on the ocean in our life raft, and if you're taking away the sustenance that I need, if, if you're taking my food, if you're stealing my water, you're, you're condemning me to a foul death. You're condemning me to misery. And I'm not going to allow that. Will not permit that. And this is the attitude that you have to have. Because people can be vampires. People can be emotional vampires. They can try to take away and drain away your energies. And that leaves you exposed and weaker to face the challenges that you have to face in life. So you have to cut people off. And don't tell me that that's painful or that's tough or I I don't know how I can do that. This is the price that you have to pay for independence. Everybody wants to talk about independence. Everybody wants to talk about how independent-minded they are, how they can go their own way, but very few people are willing to actually know what it means. Very few people are willing to put it into practice. And if you are going to be an independent person, you have to be prepared for what's going to happen to you, that you're not going to have all the friends that you might like to have. You may have to sever some friendships. And this is the price you pay for being independent. So suck it up and deal with it. The third technique of dealing with negative people in an environment of negativity is to carry yourself as you wish to be seen. You have to carry yourself with an appropriate deportment. Have you ever noticed in any group of people there always seems to be one or two guys or people that nobody messes with there always seems to be that one badass that nobody messes with and it's almost like he doesn't even have to say anything but everybody just under it's just understood by everyone that nobody messes with this guy that's the that's the guy that you want to be you want to be that guy you want to be the one that nobody messes with and often it comes down to not anything you say but it's just how you behave If you carry yourself in a squared-away manner, if you carry yourself in a well-dressed manner, uh, you know, your hygiene is taken care of, your personal grooming is impeccable, you know, people aren't going to mess with you. You stand up straight, you're muscular, you're well-built, you're in shape, you're fit. People aren't going to mess with you. They're not going to bring their negative bullshit to your table. So you have to... Cease to hang out a sign of invitation to negative people. If you're attracting negative, pessimistic people in your life, you need to ask yourself, what are you doing to attract that? What are you doing to hang out that sign of invitation? What are you doing? You know, this is the real question, and nobody wants to ask this question. Because if you are attracting negative people in your life, it may be, not always, but very often... Most often, it's because of something you're doing or, or, or some vibe that you're giving off. You know, you get back from the world what you put out into the world. And if you put out nonsense and negativity and hateful bullshit, you're going to get that thrown right back at you. And I know it's not always easy. And usually negative people have a way of latching onto people when you're in a bad moment. When you're down, when you're feeling demoralized, when you're feeling depressed... When you're feeling vulnerable, this is how these vampires of pessimism attach themselves to you. They seek out people that are lonely, that are expatriates, that are foreign students, whatnot, and they're going to gravitate to you. Do not allow that. Do not allow that. And I know it's hard to practice it, but you've got to practice it. You've got to do it. Because the only one that cares about you is you. So carry yourself as you wish to be seen. And then my last point, which I've already expressed in some ways, which is, ask yourself, what are you doing to bring about the negative people into your life? If you're bringing negative people into your life, you need to be asking asking yourself, why am I doing this? How are these people being attracted to me? And what am I doing to invoke this type of mentality on myself? So think about that. Think about that. But I think the number one thing is to is to really really aspire towards being that man of virtue, being that that good man, that good person who's in shape, is knowledgeable, is squared away, has got his shit wired tight as we used to say. No one's going to mess with you. They're not going to bring their negative bullshit around you if you give off the vibes of positivity. Okay? Weak people only attract other weak people. Strong people are going to attract other strong people. So think about that. Think about that and reflect on that and hope uh, that you can take some action to uh, bring some of those things about. Now let's move on to the second question, which is, how do I live in a politically correct world? How do I best survive uh, in a politically correct world? And I've got Some points written down. Let me count them. It's uh, two, four, six, eight. I think I've got eight points that I want to bring out, which I think are suggestions on how to survive in an atmosphere of political correctness. Okay. The first one is don't abandon your own views. That's the first and most important rule. Okay. Do not give up on your own views. If you're if you find yourself in the minority, if you find yourself in a politically correct scenario or a negative environment, do not go along with everybody else. Okay? Do not abandon your own views because your views are what make you you. Your views are integral to your personality, and if you abandon those, okay, if you abandon those, then you're giving up some of your own personality. Okay? Now, the second point is a qualifier to that, that even though you don't abandon your views, don't throw them in other people's faces. Okay, you've got to learn how to be smart about stuff. Just because you don't abandon your own views, it doesn't mean that you trumpet slogans to the prison camp guards. It doesn't mean that you go around getting into confrontations with people. It doesn't mean that you go around looking for arguments. It doesn't mean that you go around looking for uh, ways to get into debates. Nobody cares what you think. Nobody wants to know your opinions, really, even if they say they do. So you have got to reduce the level of antagonism against you because if you're in the non-politically correct minority and you're always going to be a minority in today's world if you if you don't believe in political correctness. Um, you're going to come under attack, and there's no reason to provoke or antagonize the beasts any more than they already are provoked or antagonized. Okay, so don't go around throwing your views in people's faces. Okay. The third thing is focus on conduct and behavior. You've got to learn how to be a master of nonverbal communication. If you are in a politically correct correct environment. You want to be able to communicate what you believe without actually antagonizing other people. And you can do it by nonverbal communication. Focus on your conduct, how you dress, your manner, your appearance, your grooming, your demeanor. Everything says what you are. You communicate your views just by your appearance. And also your conduct. Okay, Conduct is so important. That's why I've spent so much time in my books and in my writings, focusing on conduct and thinking and behavior because it is important. It's not taught anymore in the schools. It's been totally neglected. And the only one that's talking about it, frankly, uh, is me. You know, behavior matters, conduct matters, character matters. These are the things that form one's identity. And that's how you need to look at that. Focusing on your conduct and behavior. And if you need examples as to what conduct and what behavior, uh, I'm going to be coming out with a book later this uh, late, late spring or early summer on uh, talking about conduct and behavior, uh, my translation of Cicero's On Duties. But until then, you can read what I've written in my books about conduct and behavior. All of my books, all four of my books talk about it. So there's no excuse for not knowing what I mean by that when I say conduct and behavior. The fourth thing is you've got to set an example of yourself. You've got, you've got to set yourself up as an example. As I said before earlier in the podcast, in any group of people, there's always one or two guys that nobody fucks with, that nobody messes with. You want to be that guy. And they often do it just by the way they carry themselves, the way they, the way they comport themselves, the way they conduct themselves. It's just understood that you don't mess with this person or that person. You want to be that guy even politically correct flunkies and stooges know who they can mess with and who they can't mess with even they know they're not stupid okay they only mess with people who are weak they only mess with people who allow themselves to be messed with you have to carry yourselves you have to carry yourself so that you do not have a sign of invitation on your chest and you've got to learn how to do that and we're going to help you do that I'm going to help you do that. The fifth thing is, again, communicate non-verbally. Become a master of non-verbal communication. I've already sort of talked about this. Again, you are the best advertisement for what you believe in just by yourself, what you wear, what you carry, what you talk about, how you present yourself. Okay, Nobody can force you to be pulled down to their level. This is a a common myth that I think a lot of young guys fall into the trap of. You know, how do I, how do I deal with this situation? If you, The common thing, the, the, the common trait in these two questions I got from these two young guys is they're worried about what other people are going to do to them. One guy's worried about negative people impacting on him. The other guy's worried about a politi- politically correct environment impacting on him. I know that environment does determine some things. Environment does control a lot. I'm not doubting that. But you have a lot more control over things than you might think. You are the environment. You are that node of transmission that influences his environment. Instead of worrying about what your environment is going to do to you, you should start worrying about what you can do to your environment. Don't focus on what your environment is doing to you. Focus on what you're sending out. Focus on what you're communicating to the rest of the world. And you'll feel empowered and you'll see that essentially the world really is your idea. You know, as uh, Schopenhauer said in the opening line of his philosophical classic, uh, the world as will and idea. I think it's uh, die Welt als Wille und Vorstellung. I don't speak German, but I think that's the German title of the book. In any case, uh, the world as will and idea. He says, the world is my idea. Think of the world as your conception. It's your idea. It is you. You create it. What you want to create, you will create. And that, the sixth point is be the best in everything you try to do. Again, you are the best advertisement for your own belief system. Always strive to be the best. Always strive for achievement. Never be satisfied with being a dullard or sluggard or mediocre or ordinary. Be the best. You'll feel better about it in the long run. Believe me. The seventh thing is you've got to find healthy outlets for your impulses. You know, it's true that you can be the strongest person in the world when it comes to communicating things and keeping your armor on in a politically correct environment. But at some point, you want to be able to relax. You've got to find healthy outlets for your impulses. And if you're surrounded 24-7 by negative stuff, by politically correct nonsense, you're going to need a way to detox. You're going to need a way to find outlets for your impulse. Seek out other people. Seek out similarly-minded people. There always are going to be guys out there or women out there that are similar, similarly-minded that you can gravitate to that can provide you with some level of emotional sustenance. You can do it. We live in an internet age. You have communication with people all over the world now. You have the ability to get your message out there all over the world. There's no excuse now for not connecting with people who are similarly minded to you. So that's what you've got to do. Seek healthy outlets for your impulses. And number eight is seek out similarly minded people. Seven and eight are sort of connected. I guess uh, finding healthy outlets for your impulses, I guess, would be more activities, you know, positive activities. If you like jujitsu, do jujitsu. If you like weightlifting, do... Well, it should go without saying you should be doing weightlifting anyway, but you need to be finding healthy, productive outlets for your impulses. So if you can do those things, that will be your best insulation and protection for living in a politically correct environment. And if you find that after doing all these things that it's still not good enough, then obviously I think you're in a in the wrong environment and you need to make a change and move physically away from that environment. There would be no other solution at that point. But give these 8 tips a chance. Again, number 1, don't abandon your own views. Number 2, don't throw them in people's faces. Number 3, focus on conduct and behavior. Number 4, set an example for your set an example yourself. 5, communicate non-verbally. 6, Be the best in everything you do. Seven, find healthy outlets for your impulses. And eight, seek out similarly minded people. So, we have dealt with two questions, two important questions here today. The first question was how to get rid of negativity in my life. And the second was how to live my life in a politically correct world. And I hope that these answers have shed some light on each of these guys' situations. So that will conclude our podcast for today. This is Quintus Curtius, and this is Fortress of the Mind podcast and brought to you by Fortress of the Mind Publications. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would ask that you go to iTunes store and rate me on iTunes so so that others can find this podcast. And I will look forward to joining you here again soon. And if you do have a question, feel free to email me and we can... Try to air that question. So, we will talk soon. Good night.